Hello, hello, and welcome to the Penny's Pod. Today we'll be putting our two cents into the, well, the rather boring Super Bowl, our who is the leak, and then we'll finish it up with a little Penny's prop bet. And joined by my good friend, as always, Tyler Murakami. What up, Jay? What up, man? All right, let's get to it. Sunday we had the most eventful Super Bowl of our lifetime and not because of the score will happen on the field but because we had a lot of pennies on some prop bets and our own pennies prop which was Tom Brady's quarterback rating which was a 71.4 would that be over or under Mission Impossible's fallout Rotten Tomato score which was a 97 we had the under. Thank God for that. I thought he'd have a couple picks. I didn't think the game would play out like this. There's 14 punts. It was just an <laughs> awful game. It was it was just terrible. I don't know what Trey Wingo was yelling at yesterday, but if you don't want to watch, then don't watch. Go watch the Raptors and the Knicks. Go do something else. But don't sit there for four flipping hours with your eyes glued to the game and say, "Oh, this is so boring." But I can't stop watching. Oh, it's so boring. Just shut the hell up. Oh, okay. I mean, give me a break. I think he was just yelling at the TV to keep himself awake. Yeah, his segment on, what, the Golok Jr. show? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Mike and Mike in the morning. Yeah, the two Goloks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was just... (laughs) Your first two names are both Michael and you call it the Golok show. Yeah, Tuesday morning zinger. Yeah, I don't know what Trey Ringo was doing. Honestly, I never seen him that upset about something it's like <laughs> maybe he well, bet the he's, uh he's on uh, nfl live just reading the highlights yeah or like so, trying to make sense of what yeah. all the old nfl players are saying <laughs> now he's just getting upset that everyone's complaining about watching you know 14 puns and he's like if you don't like it then don't watch <laughs> and you know what people didn't watch it was the lowest super bowl rating in the last 10 years yeah exactly so. and i think the mls cup had more i think it was 73 70 uh fans in attendance yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean I saw that. it yeah. was just a rough game i feel like mcveigh i didn't really understand why they were using such a slow tempo they didn't want the patriots time to adjust at the line of scrimmage yeah and so that they were waiting until like the clock got down to 10 seconds before they broke the huddle mm. but golf just was awful Gurley, who knows what happened with him yeah. um you know, it was just a watching a bunch of punters and just awful football. Yeah, it, it wasn't pretty on both sides. You take Gurley out of this offense, and then it's just watching Jared Goff, and it's it's pretty pretty brutal. Yeah, he definitely wasn't throwing like the transfer out there yesterday. No, that's a, <laughs> more like a JUCO quarterback. Yeah, exactly. He would have blended right in. Maybe that's why he was so good. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was it was pretty boring was on my phone for most of the time even the commercials were bad too except for the avengers trailer obviously but it reminded me of the 2010 nba finals game seven specifically where kobe shot like six for 24 la shot as a whole 32 percent, 20 percent from the three-point line I felt like it was a chore watching that game 
I remember watching that game. It was just everyone missing in the fourth quarter. I don't know. It was like third down and 20, and they ran a handoff. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> It's the biggest game of the year, and the NFL is putting up this dud. Just, yeah. It was disappointing. What are you looking forward to next year? You lost your quarterback, Jimmy G. Any uh, Niners prediction? Jimmy G will come back. The Niners will be a wildly unpredictable team, kind of like the Kings of this year. Ooh, I like and that. And I think that they go 9-7, and seven, flirt with the playoffs, and don't make the playoffs. Do you guys get A-B or no? No, we do not get it, Antonio Brown. I don't think that they're going to trade enough draft capital for him. I think the Steelers want like a first or a second, Ooh. and I don't think the Niners do that. Yeah, but I, I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Give a. Give I've already, I've already watched like hours of Antonio Brown highlights. <laughs> Just the prep. <laughs> so it was great NFL season. I think Mahomes is the future. He's he's really the Steph Curry of this. NFL's generation. And his, did you see the NBA video or the basketball video of him yesterday? I did. He's a hooper. <laughs> his handle was a little loose, but yeah. he really did play like Steph. That play was like Steph. Yeah, it was. Where he's just like, oh, there's no way. And then he spins through a double team. You know, does a little euro to his right. Gets up with the right scoop. I want to. Yeah. I want to see this jumper though. Yeah, me too. Because football players are notoriously known for not having pretty jumpers like Khalil Mack. <laughs> oh my goodness, just a alignment shot. Go Niners. Go Niners. <laughs> All right, Tyler. NBA trade season. Soon, it'll be free agent season. And you know what that means on Twitter? It's a lot of sources say. You know what? And I'm sick of it. I want to find out who is the leak. So I'm going to take a tweet and we're going to try to track it down. Is that cool? I want to hear your takes on this. It's not a take. We know who the leak is. That is true. <laughs> That's true, yeah. On February 1st, Shams tweeted, the Boston Celtics aren't a long-term destination for Anthony Davis. And he remains, Boston will only be a rental option. So who is letting Shams know? Who is the leak? There's probably a 75% chance that it's Anthony Davis's camp. Yes. But I just would like to make known that there is a strong likelihood, sources are telling me, a 25%. There's <laughs> a 25% chance that this is LeBron James. Oh, God. My mind is going a mile an hour. That fast. Oh. Is LeBron saying, yeah, AD doesn't want to go to Boston, just say that he won't sign there. And therefore, Pigeon holding, pigeon holding, pigeon. Anthony Davis. To yeah, pigeon, pigeon holding the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> basically, he's implying that he's only going to go to the Lakers. It's inevitable. So it, basically, it's LeBron just hitting Shams on speed dial, saying, "Hey, you know, Lonzo wants out of here. <laughs> Ingram wants out of here. Anthony Davis won't resign with Boston." Okay. So no, do you think it's actually? You. you think it's LeBron, or do you think it's Clutch Sports as a whole? I think it's LeBron. You think it's, it's, it's LeBron straight to the source. Facts LeBron only. The Super Bowl was like, "Where's Shams at?" <laughs> yeah, it it does matter the uh, the order of that tweet. And I think it went. Did it go Woj Sams? Shams. Yeah, he actually named kind of interesting people because like everyone's gonna name Woj and Shams, but then yeah. he also named like 
uh, Chris Haynes and Jim McMenamin. Dave. Dave McMenamin. Okay. That makes sense, though, because Dave's kind of been there. It was like Dave and Windhorse has been those two guys. I feel yeah. like that have been reporting on Braun for a while now. But what yeah. if Dave McManaman is not a real person? It's just LeBron's <laughs> other, tw- other Twitter account. Isn't that the the conspiracy theory with Shams? Is that he's not real? He's just or his sources aren't really sources. They're just woes, different woes stuff. But LeBron did name Shams first. Just one point that I have. Okay, that the order counts. The order counts. No, I agree. I think that's it. I think we found the league. It's LeBron James and in clutch sports. Not even go. just LeBron. He's the source. So I bring you another one from Bleacher Report, even though it's Sports Illustrated Chris Mannix. <laughs> <laughs> Bleacher Report always does that shit. Yeah, they always take stuff and just put the BR in the bottom right corner, and they're like, "All right, Bleacher Report." Former teammates. Uh, yeah, former teammates. So we're, we're doing we're doing the pennies pod per Bleacher Report per Chris Mannix. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Who's the league? <laughs> <laughs> Former teammate says Kyrie hates hates the narrative. Other players, in parentheses, like KD or AD, can influence his free agency decision. So who is the leak to Chris Mannix, who leaked it to Bleacher Report, who leaked it to the penny spot? <laughs> Here's my take on this. LeBron and Clutch have been in the media a lot these past two weeks especially. No, they run the league 95%. But you know who's part of that 5% that defied LeBron and Clutch that went his own route? Who's a, an anomaly? Who has his third eye completely woke? <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Oh, man. <laughs> Kyrie is his former teammate. Kyrie is his former teammate. Kyrie's former teammate, Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> Something Kyrie would do. Because mm-hmm. he's been hit with a lot of scrutiny in the media and on Twitter, you know, for his recent comments. And then that phone call with LeBron. That phone call is going to go down as one of the most important phone calls of this generation. I, I really believe that because I think that phone call lined everyone up for Kyrie, AD, and LeBron. And you know Kyrie's on his whatever lone wolf path. At the end of the day, like I said, I spent the last eight years trying to do what everybody else wanted me to do um, in terms of making my decisions and trying to validate through the media, through other personnel, managers, anybody in this business, and I don't owe anybody shit. So. It's forcing this narrative. That no one's going to tell him where to go, what to be, who to be, how to play, lines him up for a L.A. venture. Kyrie. Do you think Kyrie went to Chris Mannix and was like, hey, my former teammate said I don't like this? <laughs> yeah, how do you think the combo went down? I think he went to him and he said, hey, I, KD or AD is not influencing my decision. I think my former teammates are telling me that. <laughs> so please report it as such <laughs> no, I think he went KD and AD are influencing my decision I don't want to come out publicly and say this I'm taking a lot of heat one of my former teammates just say that he has multiple phone numbers and he texted Chris Mannix on a different phone number and said Kyrie said this and Chris Mannix said who is this and he said J.R. Smith <laughs> J.R. <laughs> No, he said. No, Chris Mannis said, "Who is this?" And then he responded, (laughs) "Just a former teammate of Kyrie." (laughs) (laughs) That's how Kyrie stole Richard Jefferson's phone and texted Chris (laughs) Mannix. 
<laughs> said Kyrie doesn't like this narrative and gave Richard Jefferson his phone back. Yeah, here you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done here. It's done. Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty good. I like yours. I like yours. It's I a, think Kyrie is his former teammate. That's pretty solid. Like, would you put it past someone that thinks the Earth's flat to just kind of make up his own narrative about himself? No, Kyrie's all about players' control. Players controlling his own narrative. He will control the story. It's a very Kyrie thing to do. Yeah. So he's like, here, let me let me just pull one on the public <laughs> by quoting that this is my former teammate yes it's not even teammate former teammate so he's like it could be anyone oh yeah it could be his own high school high know? school teammate <laughs> college teammate so, hey you teammate who knows <laughs> guy from pickup like former teammate man, man. Kyrie, uh-huh. Kyrie's extremely woke he's got it plus he wants to go to la and he's got movies coming out that's what it's all about yeah, he's in that horror movie now right isn't he producing and starring in that yeah i have no idea what it's about or is it going to be like in theaters or Netflix? Probably Hulu. Probably Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> Roku exclusive. <laughs> YouTube original. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this week's Mercedes and Ben, Penny's prop bet of the week. Will Anthony Davis's Laker jersey number be over or under the total number of points in this past week's Super Bowl, which was 16? 23 is currently worn by the chosen one himself, LeBron James. So, he's got to go to a different number. I'm going to go under, and I looked at his USA Basketball jersey number, and it was 42 one year, a la James Worthy, and it was 14 in the Olympics. So, I'm going 14. That's pretty good. I think he, did he wear 14 to add up to 5? Here's my conspiracy. Conspiracy. What? So, not conspiracy, what? my theory. Here's my theory. So, Anthony Davis wore 23 in the NBA. Yes. Wore 23 in uh, college. And I went back to his high school number, and he wore 23 in high school. Okay. So, he loves 23 for MJ. He cannot do 32. That's magic, right? So he can't reverse it. Yeah. He can't, um, he can't do, like, 24, obviously, so that's... Kobe. So, what's the most likely number he would pick? I think he would pick number five, the two plus the three. I just think that that's how people and NBA players' brain works. So, I, I looked up <laughs> famous number fives. Yeah. Um, for played for the Lakers, probably the f- most famous number five is Robert Ory. Mr. Big reti- Shot. I think they're retiring his number, but no, I don't think so. Then you got to go to Steve Blake, Jordan Farmar. <laughs> and um, on the website I am, it's Carlos Boozer, but it says photo not available. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I think five, that just seems like it could fit him. I could see him in number five. I was also thinking number zero for some reason. Kuzma's yeah. wearing that. Well, shit, Kuzma's not going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to be there. <laughs> but five and zero, both under the spread, uh, the spread of 16. So I like the under as well. All right, you look at Kyrie's movement. To, uh, he went from 2 in Cleveland to 11 in Boston. 1 plus 1 equals 2. So I like there that theory. I like your theory a lot. I'm going more Olympic style because you see LeBron, he from 23, he switched teams, went to 6, which was his practice jersey number and Olympic number. Paul George was 24 uh, during his early pace of years. And then during his Olympic run, I think he switched to 13. 
I thought he was always 13. No, because remember, it was PG-24, and everyone wanted to change it to 13, so it could be PG-13. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I think... So we both like the under. Yeah. I think it's a pretty safe bet. All right, people, that was this week's Penny's Pod. Next week, we'll have our midseason awards, the most important things about the NBA. Who is the NBA's best tweeter? Tweet of the year from an NBA player. Post-game interview of the year so far, as well as coaches' interview from the year so far. So we'll have those awards plus many more next week. I'll see you later. Later. Thank you.